0: FYI, guys, a little side note. There is some uh, digital dis- distortion and little tidbits here and there. I apologize. Uh, please don't hate us. Bye. So so you finally got into it after three episodes, you're like, oh yeah, by the way. Well, technically, I probably didn't know it was even up there for like two of those episodes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Hello! And welcome to another exciting episode of Longbox Small Talk. I'm your host, Bill Kirtner, and to my left is my favorite piece of clickbait trash, Rod the Bod Heron. Here you (laughs) go, buddy. What's (laughs) up?
1: I'm okay. I'm okay with that. Yeah.
0: Tie-in. Yeah, you gotta it it in. Callbacks. (laughs) Call back.
1: What do we call him back, Bill? Uh, the, the thing that we said off-air conversation we had pre-show. Yeah,
0: pre-show.
1: The magic that happens before the show. Uh,
0: yeah, if it's magic, yeah.
1: It's What's basically up? just my uh, like Bill screaming into the mic. Check one, two. <laughs> That's basically what he does for like an hour before the show. So. <clears throat> anything big happened yesterday or the day
0: before? Anything big. What was yesterday? October 19th. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a football game. Ah, nobody gives a shit about that. In the middle of the football game, Disney <laughs> decided to shove the full only trailer for episode 7, Revenge of the Force of the Sith Awakens. Um, Don't sound bitter about it. It was amazing. No, no, it was pretty badass. Uh, yeah, it wasn't I I saw Kevin Smith an hour before on Twitter was just like, I can't tell you how I saw it, but it totally changes how promos are done. I'm like, oh Jesus. Yeah,
1: I love that guy, but he's really braggy about the shit he gets to do.
0: Well, but also he like He was acting like this trailer like this trailer was going to be like the second coming, and it was also gonna give up free handies. And you know, it, all your pain would go away <laughs> if you watch this, and, like, all your trauma is erased, and your sins are, are completely forgiven, and I was just like, no, it was good, Kevin, it was it was really good as a trailer, but it, you know, it didn't give me a free handy, and I still have my sins.
1: Nah, no, so. I'm, I'm with Kevin Smith on this one, I, I would, like, sat there with my jaw open.
0: No, it was awesome! Yeah. I mean, it's awesome, but it's not the end all. Be- like the way he's describing it is like it's the trailer to end all trailers, and I'm like, no, because we still don't know what the story is. That's the point of trailers. No, that's the a good trailer. Tra- okay, this is my argument, my fucking argument. Why right? are you getting so angry, Bill? No, because it's too it, early in the, the show for shut angry. Shut up. Bill. Shut up.
1: We're at go minute- back to indifferent, Bill. We're at like minute I'm, three, I'm and I can you.
0: scream if I want to. Okay, look, no, the. the all those mic checks got you worked up. My point is, I hate you. My point is, trailers today, like a spec, like uh, James Bond Specter, looks amazing. Don't know what the f it's about. I mean, they they trailers used to give you some plot point points and say, "Oh, 007, you're going to be going to Spain and you're going to fight the black man." Okay, great. 007 is going to go fight a black guy in Spain and something's going to happen. Uh, boobies uh and and i'm going to give them eight dollars well back then it was eight now it's 50 you know but now it's like okay here's this star wars trailer okay all right well here's 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 the black kid here's the girl here oh look it's han solo Uh oh boom boom attack 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 oh let the force in ah what the fuck's the movie about Dude, it looked amazing. It looks amazing. Why are you being I like I don't this? know what the movie's about. I was not expecting this at all. I thought we were going to be like... No, I love. I dude, the trailer looks great. What's the fucking movie about? Okay. You know what I think happened,
1: Bill? What? I think the guy died that does that over voice to you like so well in a world gone wrong.
0: It doesn't need that. I just need somebody to say, "Okay." One
1: black kid finds a lightsaber. <laughs> yeah.
0: Black can find the lightsaber. Wants to go find Luke Skywalker. I mean, like Leia shows up for a second. She hugs Han Solo, and we're supposed to go. What the fuck is this about? What we can't have Leia do a voiceover dub going, you know. Everything's fine. After the the battle, after the battle of Jakku, Luke Skywalker disappeared for 29 years. We haven't seen him. Great. Tell us the fucking plot points. I don't need much more, but I need to know what it's about. You know. No,
1: Bill, I don't. You're baffling me here. I completely thought that we were going to gush over it together. I,
0: I am I am gushing. <laughs> oh, man. This is you gushing? No, I'm just... It's Best um... Christmas ever. I hate you all. <laughs> no, it's...
1: Thanks for am... all the gifts, it's God. An... <laughs> Santa. <laughs> Bitches.
0: My eyes are going to explode. Oh, fuck couldn't bring me eyes at (laughs) work god damn it no the trailer is fucking awesome I don't have a problem with it the main concern is is most of these movie makers won't tell us what these films are about it's like they expect everybody watching the trailer to be me to have read every fucking piece of literature every speculative concept on YouTube to have an idea because I know some things that happen I've seen some pictures online. Mm-hmm. Uh, a year. Or- I've
1: gone the opposite. I haven't. I haven't delved into it at all.
0: I me. I I'm. I don't like surprises. Uh, that being said, is that uh, a Death Clock comic book? Yeah, Death Clock. There's three. Give I, me if, here.
1: You can keep talking, but I'm not. Uh, I'm gonna
0: tune you out. I got uh, that one, and three, and one, and two is around Dude, me somewhere.
1: Metalocalypse and paper
0: form. Yeah, I told you they're awesome. Um, Raxo. Um. Uh, no, no, it's a beautiful trailer, man, and it's really cool yeah, I'm to still see. On you know, I, I I wrote an article uh, today. Brian asked who wanted to write an article about Star Wars. Brian Brian from B Movies and E Books. Who? Brian from uh, B Movies and, and Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> anyway,
0: <laughs> uh, Brian asked, and nobody volunteered. And I said, "Well, you know what? I have a take. I'm not going to sit here and tell you, you know, go go on about how it made me feel." You know, five or six years old again, watching *Empire Strikes Back*. But I am going to say I have some theories about what this movie is, what it borrows from, um, and I think that I think everybody that's wise to it can f- see it. But I also think that if you look at the 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 beats of the trailer. It's tugging at the sentimental strings, the nostalgia strings, as you called it. It's it's pulling you. It wants you. I believe I said nostalgia bone. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. It's the a nostalgia penis-like bone. bone. Yes.
1: It's uh, very easy to stimulate whenever yeah, Star you know, Wars is happening.
0: I uh, I think it's cool. Anyway, but uh, in the next couple of days or so, uh, you should be able to read it on uh, bmoviesandebooks.com. My kind of conspiracy theory about Star Wars. You know what?
1: I have a conspiracy theory this time. Go ahead. Okay, so you you always have your crackpot theory, so mm-hmm. I've got one this time. Mm-hmm. So let's walk through the trailer real quick. You see Finn with a lightsaber. His, light, uh, his uh, Whoa. Oh, I'm, I'm skipping around. Okay. You see him crashing on, what's that planet called? Jakku? Jakku. Jakku? Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's a very tatooine like planet.
0: I mean, you're going basically through my article, basically. Oh, am
1: I? Yeah, I mean, okay. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm just some. It. No, no, no. Don't read, read your it. article. Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> no, they can read it on the site. Fuck that. No, I'll, so I'll,
0: okay. Here you go. What?
1: Yeah, no, no, no that's not what <laughs> yeah. I'm doing. I'm not doing that at all, Bill. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, but it's no.
0: <laughs> I'm
1: not. I'm not letting you read your fucking article <laughs> on the podcast. I wasn't gonna
0: read. It. I was just gonna get get hit the.
1: I know you. The
0: bullet points. No, but, no. But you're you're going to read word that, for word. You're saying that Finn hits the
1: planet and... No, that's not what I'm saying at all. Okay. Fucking listen, okay? I listen to your crackpot fucking stupid ass <laughs> theories with no evidence. All right, go ahead. 20 years ago, a guy in a Batman suit touched me, so I think Batman's going to no longer be Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Shit. What? Just this-
0: <laughs> go... All right, so... No-
1: God, so, everyone's kind of saying that um, Kylo Ren, uh-huh. the kind of Darth Vader-y, Slav... Yep. Slash, grievous kind of looking guy. Uh uh-huh. Um, is a basically a collector of Jedi and Sith memorabilia. Okay. Okay, so he sees, uh, you see in the trailer the melted, uh, Darth Vader mask. Yeah. That, you know, conceivably was stolen from,
0: e- um, indoor. Uh, thank yeah. you,
1: Jesus. Um, from the funeral pyre. Where he I don't was, think he it was, was stolen. Burned. I think
0: some shitty. Some shitty Ewok probably sold it for... You think Luke, like, dusted <laughs> it off and sold it? Nope, nope. This was an Ewok that, like, basically some guy showed up and he, they were like, "Yup, nub, and, and he goes, give you these acorns, and they're like, fucking sold.
1: <laughs> it was a Manhattan for beads situation? Yeah, pretty much,
0: yeah. Yeah, they were uh, uh, anthrax acorns. Yeah. <laughs> so so
1: everyone's, everyone's thinking that um, Kylo Ren is kind of a collector of these things. Okay. And in the trailer, you see Finn wielding... Uh, Luke's very first lightsaber,
0: uh-huh, the blue one. Yeah, the that blue he one. that in, he lost. That uh, he lost whenever
1: his hand was cut uh-huh. off and on. Uh, mm-hmm. God on City. Bespin. Mm-hmm. On Bespin, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I'm also hearing things that. Uh. uh Kylo Ren uh, pa- pa- may not be.
0: Pause. What? Pause. Guys, there may we may drop drop potential spoilers. So, just let let's just go ahead and preface this and go five. Four, three, two, one. Okay, spoiler time, go. Bruce Willis was dead the whole time. Yep.
1: So, um, Kylo Ren. Uh, so, 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 Finn actually stole that from Kylo Ren's collection. That's kind of what we're getting. And now, there's also rumors that Kylo Ren is kind of a middling Darth Vader kind of character mm-hmm. where there's somebody pulling his strings. Yes, there is. And there's also theories that Benicio del Toro is going to be in that universe. Okay? Uh, duh, duh. Listen. Okay. Marvel and Disney is now owned by Disney. Oh, the Collector God. is going uh, to be in Star Wars. I hate you. It's happening.
0: I knew it. Benicio Del Toro is going serious... to be
1: the Collector, and he's going to be in Star Wars, and he's going to be the one that he's sending Kylo Ren to get all these Sith and Jedi artifacts. <laughs> Damn
0: it. It's happening. It's like Patton Oswalt on Parks and Rec. No, man. Probably... I
1: think that's my genuine... That's what I think happened. Write that shit down. <laughs> and, J.J., if it's not too late to change the ending if you want to add my theory
0: you're you're not you're not 100% off you're not completely off because I know I know the beats I've read pretty much everything you could possibly find uh, why would you do that to yourself uh because it's still I still had I've only read it reading a script you know from any point of view you're only reading the words you know I yeah, didn't, I didn't I mean, read the script but I've read plot point if, ideas. if you
1: had read empire before it came out and you're like oh look her brother and sister and his, but it's his only dad. gonna work once yeah, exactly. Like why would you waste sins. that on paper?
0: Well, I mean, I don't know the ending. I know plot points up to a certain point in the film.
1: I'm just saying, I don't know why you would do that to yourself. It's like
0: because I mean, it's like
1: self harm. Like I want to, I want to put you in rehab because
0: because you're never going to, you're never going to be able to live in a society now where those things can be 100 percent secret.
1: i to to a certain point. I'm okay with that. I'm just saying, yeah, like, but it's you're but what's going to happen? Yourself. Like
0: the other day. We were coming out of uh, Goosebumps, uh-huh. and my son starts yelling out the ending of the film just talking to me about it, just yeah. sit, talking. And he's 13, and I said, look, dude, that's not cool you don't do that because that spoils the ending for other people. He goes, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. And I said, it's okay. You know, you're just excited, and I like that. But
1: Jack Black dies. Hmm? Jack Black dies.
0: Everybody dies. Nice. It's Cabin in the Woods ending,
1: dude. That is amazing. That is probably <laughs> the best ending I could it, possibly it, it, have thought of for that Goosebumps movie. It, it, it is
0: Cabin in the Woods has, a, has an amazing ending. Yeah, it does. And you know they want to do a sequel. Oh, I would love that. How? Who cares? Didn't didn't the gods smite the earth, dude? Retcon it. I don't care. <laughs> I'd love to see how they pull it off. Um, or or
1: just do it in the in the past so that you know everyone dies.
0: Would be pretty badass. Yeah. Um. Final words on Star Wars. It's a great trailer. It is amazing.
1: It's really good. It and some of the set pieces and costumes
0: are just—they're like using spot matte on. paintings. Yeah, I mean that that, that ins, the interior of the Star Destroyer that she's spelunking, Yeah, that's matte paintings, and it's that's fucking, amazing. That's gorgeous. It's yeah. gorgeous that they're still using that art. Um, I'm excited, and every goddamn every idiot for the last four days. When the poster came out, well, there's Han, there's Leia, there's the new characters. Where's Luke Skywalker? All right, assholes, look, read something. This movie should be parenthetically called Star Wars, The Force Awakens, parentheses, The Hunt for Luke Skywalker, all right? We got to go fucking find him. Of course, the fucking idiot's in the movie, all right? You jackholes, he's in the cast, all right? Yeah, he may not show up till the last 30 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever, but Luke Skywalker's going to fucking show up, all right? I fucking hate these people. These are news people. Dude, read, you're in a mood Read today. No, read IMDb for God's sake. Who oh. touched you? Where? Nobody. That's the problem. Oh, okay. No, this I, is all pent I, up. Yeah. Um, just fucking read. You're. You're. And it's like they're all reading the same script. And I'm talking. I'm not talking two stations. I'm talking every fucking radio, television cable every news reporter the same thing oh we see all the old folks from the from the movies but where's luke skywalker hey assholes here's an idea read imdb and you'll see luke's in there and you go oh well maybe it's a mystery where luke is hey that's a good idea who the fuck's touching r2 with a goddamn metal hand in the train in not one but two trailers you ignorant fools yeah watch something get your head out of fucking reality television watch a fucking movie trailer and die okay oh
1: second theory Go. Okay. Kylo Ren has that mask. Okay. Who's behind the mask? Have you thought about it at Adam all? Adam Driver. Well, obviously. That sexy ass Adam Driver. He's an amazing actor. I'm going to keep saying that every time we bring him up. But who's behind the mask? Imagine this. Okay. Okay. Beat up Star Destroyer that Kylo Ren is cruising around uh-huh. in as his command ship. Uh huh. Okay. He gets in a fight. His mask is damaged. He pulls it off water starts pouring out, two Gungan ears flop down. Boom. He's a Gungan. <laughs> no one lo- I totally you, think he's a Gungan. You realize, you,
0: I hate you so much. He's
1: got his ears like folded up inside that mask and his voice is modulated to sound like it's scary. <sighs> and, it, and, it, and It corrects the Misa gonna kill you with my lightsaber. Oh, I, hate I hate you. I'm just saying. All, all my theories are just as sound as anyone it's else's. Wh- it's
0: fucking whack.
1: No, I mean jj if you really did that i would (laughs) i would go see it every day
0: oh god no um
1: i love i love movies that do that there's like here here here's little clues about what's gonna happen here's little clues and then they just yank the whole carpet up from underneath you just like that movie didn't end the way i thought the Mist. The Mist is the perfect example of that.
0: Oh, God. The Mist. I love that ending.
1: And me too. I called it. I was like, watch. He killed everybody, and then he's going to kill him. He's gonna try and kill himself, and then the army's going to come. And and Craig was like, have you seen this before? I was like, is that what's about to happen?
0: Have yeah. you ever watched the black and white version? No. Yeah. No. He he did a, a... Darabont did a color correct in black and white. He didn't film it in black and white. Mm-hmm. So he just went back and color corrected it and did it in black and white. It's... Really makes that thing even that more eerie. Really? Yeah, it kind of fucks with your brain a little bit. You're like, God damn, this is, this is weird. I love black and white, too. So. Yeah. Um, no, but anyway, I mean, no, seriously, though, I like the trailer a lot. I'm just so fucking tired of the people. It's like no one does their homework. It's like every, every piece of information you can possibly need is out there. You don't have to spoil anything, you know. And uh, that's also something that... I think Abrams and them are going to have to in the next 60 days they're going to have to tackle that which is people are saying, "Well, Luke Skywalker's in the credits. Where is he?" Okay, now you're going to have to say what this is about. You're going to have to give us some beats because if you don't, a lot of people are going to go, "Well, is he in it or is he not? Was he cut out of the film or not?" But
1: I completely disagree.
0: I I don't. I think you, I think I think oh, hold on. I'm not saying anything. Before you shake your head, I think withholding information around you. I'm always shaking my (coughs) head. (coughs) Withholding information can hurt this campaign just a little bit.
1: I don't think so. I think if if anything puts a damper on this campaign, it's going to be hubris. It's going to be them saying every IMAX screen in the world is going to be Star Wars for this weekend or whatever. You know, I mean,
0: no, it's gonna no, it's gonna take it's gonna be that way for a month.
1: Oh, for okay, for a month. I'm sorry. It will that's be the, the only thing. It will be
0: the first film that will have that long of a run mm-hmm. on IMAX. Star Wars. No, no other film has had that long a run.
1: And you know, I, I went searching for tickets today. Surprisingly, they're everywhere.
0: Everywhere.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's it's not like it's not like I thought it was going to be.
0: No, uh, because
1: even though apparently it's already breaking records for pre sales.
0: Uh, for pre sales, yes, but it's still not gonna. It's you're gonna be able to get tickets. Like, I couldn't get them right now because right now I got bills to pay. um, And I didn't think they were going to go on sale this fast. Like, they kept saying it might go on sale the 19th. Hey, whatever. Life happens. But do I think we're not going to be able to see it opening night? Of course we are. Yeah. You're going to find a place.
1: So, not to shit in your cereal or anything. Go ahead. Apparently, the IMAX, the actual, like, real IMAX, Mm -hmm. like, real to real, not Mm -hmm. R-E-A-L, um, the real uh, IMAX, they only made 20 of them. Texas does not get one. That sucks. Yeah. So enjoy our downgraded digital IMAX.
0: Well, uh, yeah, that, I mean, that sucks because I saw Avatar, the the, the, only, the first, only time we saw it in the theater. No, do we see it twice? No, we, yeah, we did see it twice in the theaters, but the first time my son and I saw it in '09. We went opening day that Friday afternoon, and we saw it at I Ten and Silver at the at the Edwards IMAX, and that is a true, a true cinematic IMAX. Mm-hmm. Full, just like if you go to like a museum, it's the 180 degree screen, and it it's so fucking cool to watch it. And it was in 3D, and it just owned.
1: Yeah, I, I really miss. Uh, I really missed out not seeing Dark Knight in IMAX. I wanted to see it in IMAX. Yeah,
0: that was cool. Um, Matrix Revolutions.
1: You went and saw Matrix Revolution. I saw that in IMAX. In IMAX? Yeah, no. how was it? Uh, I mean, did, did the IMAX make the acting better?
0: No, but you could uh, you could basically live in one of Lawrence Fishburne's pores.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, but it's gonna be cool. Did it make the architect make more sense as an ending? No. <laughs> it's like, no. hmm. I'm glad I saw this in IMAX. This really comes together for me. No. <laughs> Closes up the trilogy.
0: But it, you know that movie's fun. It's not great, but it's fun. Yeah. It hurts they the two movies kinda hurt the series, but they're fun. You know, if you you go into it going, Hey, let's eat some popcorn and watch I, some karate.
1: I totally could have just watched the first one and just in my head experienced, you know, what I thought was gonna happen to that character. You know, so like I, I didn't really think it was needed.
0: I was it's funny you bring bring that up because I listened to Robert Kirkman the other day talk about why he made the Walking Dead comic. And his his theory was I did this because the zombie movies always ended at the place I wanted them to keep going. I wanted to see what happened next. How did these people survive? How did? What was the next thing that happened? And that's why he said, like, the comic is a never-ending zombie film. And I, I kind of agree, but there are some times like The Matrix where you could have just said, nah, let it go. But it's like people are talking right now. They want a Back to the Future 4. Why? Why? It was wrapped up.
1: Yeah, it's perfect.
0: Where, where else could you go? It's got a fucking bow on it. Yeah, you're you're done. I mean... I, I, you know, but that's people. Yeah, no, I, I don't get that at all. No. That, that particular trilogy is
1: just done.
0: Yeah, but I, I, I swear to God, you can see people here all day online going, I, I want a Back to the Future 4. Back to the Future 4. There's no, no reason. Uh-uh. I mean, and they're, they were smart because I don't know how... But I guess some, I guess Bob Gale, the guy that wrote it, and a couple of other people own the rights to it. Yeah. So they cannot remake it
1: until that guy dies. Yeah,
0: basically until these guys are all dead. So. Yeah, it was smart. Very. What was it
1: Robert Zemeckis? Zemeckis. Zemeckis. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, He's the one
1: I think that has the rights. The no, they, Bob
0: Gale. Bob Gale's the writer. Oh. Okay. He owns part. I think they they own like I don't know how it's set up. Like some of them own some parts of yeah, it. Yeah.
1: Hollywood contract, contract shit is weird.
0: Yeah, but they were one of the smart ones. You know, unlike jaws which yeah. You know. I still haven't gotten around to watching that that disc that has the four of them on the three sequels on there, but I'm going to this weekend. Just sit down and watch all the sequels. So, you just
1: love putting yourself in positions of pain.
0: Well, I, I was married once.
1: Oh. Um, <laughs> I'm married currently. It's not
0: that bad. You've been married like a week. It's been a year. A week. It's been <laughs> you a year. know. All right, so Saturday. Oh, are we moving on? Uh, yeah, I might as well. Uh, Saturday, I went to uh, to our favorite dwelling, uh, Toxic City. Visited uh, as the kids call him Uncle Chevy at the uh, the art show uh, that they threw for Dirk Strangely, who's a uh, an artist that um, I don't know how to put it, but basically, to me, it's like a Tim Burton esque art. Yeah. Kind of fantasy. Um, yeah. You know, um, I met the guy about five years ago at Comic Palooza. He's this r- super nice dude, really funny, excellent artist. Uh, you can look on Twitter and you can see how I bought my daughter a print. And then if you were the first one of the first 50 people, you got a free print when you walked in. Um, and they're really cool. And I got to get it framed. I'm going to put it up in here pretty soon. Um, but yeah, it was a really good turnout. Um, it was good seeing Chevy, good seeing Dirk, good seeing the whole staff up there, except Renee. Hey, Renee, if you're listening, missed you, buddy. Hope you're doing all right. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was a good turnout. I, I, so I so see you bought some swag as well. I did, I did, I did. I finally bought me a, a Toxic City shirt. Uh, I finally... Uh, joined the Toxic City club? You know, it, it's kind of like, I, I said this before, but it's like my bar, <laughs> like, I don't like... I don't drink. I don't like going out to bars. It's like fucking cheers. Yeah, it's my cheers. Bill! It's like, I walk in, and like, Bill! And, and you know, I, I perform there, but I also help out. We're going to be there uh, next Friday doing the zombie thing.
1: Yeah, that sounds like fun.
0: It's going to be a good time. going to be a good time. Um,
1: I'm one of those commitophobes, so you're going to find out, like, Thursday night if I'll be there Friday.
0: I, I'm not. Not on stuff like this, because I love helping the community, and, and especially if you... If you do, if you keep supporting the store, not just financially, but if you help out in places when you can, the store stays around. If you don't, these brick and mortars go away. And yeah. this is a new store that's barely been open six months. They're, you know, they're managing to keep it open, and I want to make sure they stay around. I want to, I want to be playing there in, in a year, in two years. You know, I don't, I don't even like playing bars anymore as much as I love playing there, and. Uh, we were. I was joking the other day, and I said, look, if I could play at your place one month, and then go to the north side and play at my other friend's comic store, and just go back and forth, I don't have to play any other places ever again. <laughs> I'm fine. I've been on tour. It sucks. There's only so much Bucky's and Subway sandwiches you can eat, you know? So, it was a lot of fun. You missed out. I wish you'd been there. Touring? No, well, both. <laughs> both. But yeah, at the show. Um, <clears throat> so, what did this- you do Saturday this saturday yeah
1: oh man well i mean i've mainly i've just been unpacking the house yeah for the most part how's that yeah. going yeah it's going all right yeah and we, we it's weird moving from like a smaller townhome or apartment to something like a house size yeah
0: it's
1: like all of our shit is like a drop in the bucket yeah and i'm just like looking at blank walls and big areas where nothing is and i'm just what can i buy to put
0: there there you go <laughs> now now you're now you're committing to the full-on capitalist lifestyle
1: yeah it's the beginning of Fight Club all over again. It is.
0: It is. Pretty soon, Melissa's gonna start. I've got you know. that
1: couch situation handled. <laughs> like no,
0: no, no, no. She's the one. No, no. no. You're the you're the bitch in this one. And she's oh, gonna, okay. She's the one that's gonna be the fighter.
1: So sh- she'll be Tyler Durden.
0: Yeah, you're you're Marla Singer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. You're welcome.
1: I Did thought you should opened up, with.
0: I. Yeah. Shoulda, woulda, coulda.
1: I understand. Uh, um, Maybe next episode. You'll be funny.
0: Next issue. Next issue. Uh, so, Saturday, I also took the kids. To, I saw two movies this last week. Uh, Man, you were busy this week. I, you were all the place. I am taking on... I, I don't want to give this away, but a friend of ours went on a vision quest. Yes. I'm not giving away who because... Uh, I, I, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to say, all I'm going to say is a friend of mine one a vision quest and it, it's something I've, always, I'll be honest with you, I've always wanted to do. Let's do it. I am, uh, I, I'm, I'm not quite there yet. I gotta wait. Fancy. No, uh, uh, let's just say I have to wait for certain reasons and we'll leave it at that. All right. Anyway,
1: um. So what about it? What about his vision quest? It
0: it really inspired me because I, I've talked about it. I don't know if I've talked about it on here before, but I've talked about it with Craig and other people. I um Craig? Uh <laughs> from B Movies and Ebooks. Where? Uh <laughs> BMoviesandebooks.com. Oh, anyway, all right, thanks. Anyway, Craig and I've talked about um about a year ago I did uh sensory deprivation and really got an experience out of that. Now not what I heard my our friend did by any means but I am very much into experiencing altered conscious. I'd rather not go with chemicals if possible. I don't necessarily like them, but you know this this story, just a small story I heard is fascinating and I may even go if they do it if they can if they're going to do an interview with them I'm trying to go over there and listen to it. Because I have my own questions, and it's nothing joking. Like, I'm dead serious about this. Um, one of my favorite movies, I don't talk about this, is Altered States, uh, which is based you on... You pointed at a
1: bare wall. Sorry, I, was, <laughs> I, was I was looking at the DVD I right? was looking at, like, a poster I or something. Apologize. It's just a bare fucking
0: wall. Uh, I wish I had an Altered States poster. That's, that's dope. Um, <laughs> it's a Michael Crichton book that was turned into a movie in the late 70s, and it's about... Uh, fuck, and I can't think of the actor who plays the main guy... But it, it's basically about he's a scientist that's studying al- that's studying like altering consciousness. He starts with uh, DMT and uh, deprivation tanks, and then he goes on a vision quest to Peru and experiences all this stuff, and then goes back into the tank and basically experiences like a regression into primal form. And it's like dope, like mind-tripping science fiction type shit. Um, And it's always fascinated me. Like, I don't get fascinated much, but stuff like that. Like, I'm really into kind of expanded consciousness, but I don't... Again, I will say this. I don't do drugs. Uh, I don't... You know, I don't preach that. It's just just how I live. But I'm into... Altered consciousness in certain ways. I think that's interesting.
1: No, I, I, yeah, I, it is really interesting, but it worries me because I feel like I'm going to come over here one day and you're going to be laying down on the ground with like ping pong balls taped to your forehead or some no. shit, listening to white noise, talking to yourself. I, I did, like Bill, if you're going to talk to yourself, at least record it. I
0: did, we'll try, on the podcast. I did do meditation for a few months a couple years ago. Um, it did help, but it's very hard for me to calm down. And that's why I was really bummed. The only, there was only at that, this time last year, there were only two places that had tanks. One of them was 10 miles from here, the other one is off of 290 in Bingle, which is about an hour plus away. And uh, the the League City one closed. Um, I was really bummed and I wanted to do it again. And basically, when they closed, the, the one on the north side jacked their prices up double. So, where it was like 50 or 60 bucks to float for an hour. Now they're charging hundred bucks an hour, uh, so that kind of put a damper on it. But with this new part of Baybrook Mall being built, I just found out yesterday they're building. They're someone's going to have one there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so there's going to be one closer to home. And I yeah, did, there's a
1: uh, going to be a um, what is it? Ben and Jared? No, not Dave Ben and, and Buster's. Dave and Buster's. Yeah,
0: yep. There you go. You get all kinds of new stuff. A new cinema over there. Star Grill. The star, the star grill is moving over there.
1: Oh, it's moving. Yeah, okay. moving, yeah. I thought they were opening up second location.
0: No, they're gonna shut okay. that one down, and
1: that's good. That probably needs a renovation anyway.
0: I, dude, that thing's been there forever. I saw the Matrix there. I remember seeing Transformers there. That's only to- two thousand seven. The Matrix was nineteen ninety nine. The, f- the
1: first one is like two thousand
0: three. Uh the first one's two thousand seven. No. Are we gonna bet? Are we betting?
1: Dude, I remember being in high school and seeing the Matrix. Are you betting? Are you...
0: No, no. Transformers.
1: Oh, shit. Oh, <clears throat> no, no, no. Yeah, the, yeah, 2007. No, the first right Matrix
0: then. is 99.
1: Okay. Well, fuck. M- whatever. Move on, Bill. <laughs> fuck you. What's next on your stupid little notebook okay, there? so
0: I saw two movies. I took the kids to see Goosebumps.
1: Yeah, how was that? Because I'm it's a, really interested in it's it. It's a
0: lot of fun. I... Because of our age difference, I was selling the books probably to you. Yeah, probably. Some little ratty bratty kid comes in and goes, "Mommy, I want these books." And, and and she was just like, "Get over here, Rodney." And you you got your two books and ran out to the food court and read them and <laughs> cried and yeah. cried? Yeah, but yeah, I sold them.
1: Yeah, and- I totally remember laying in bed reading them, like scared out of my mind.
0: Tell us more, Rodney. Dude, I remember <laughs>
1: watching reading. Uh, what is it? The Haunted Mask. Yeah, that one was that one. I remember. I remember, like, everything that happens that was scary.
0: <laughs> it was entertaining. Yeah. It's very well written. It's very fun. It was just scary enough that my nine-year-old girl who doesn't like horror movies was scared and that my son and I were having fun. But I was sitting next to my six-year-old niece, who is a riot and a half, because she's she fears nothing. So she was having a blast. She was just laughing and i having all kinds of a good time. Not scared at all. My daughter, who's nine, who's twice her size is next to her, hiding her eyes, you know. <laughs> it was great. It's really fun. I think Jack Black's found... Is it PG or PG-13? It's got to be PG. Okay. It's got to be. Because there wasn't anything bad in it. It's it's really... It was fun.
1: So you think Jack Black found his home in
0: that... I think he may have found his franchise. Even though they wrapped this thing up, in a certain way, like, you don't know how they could do it, but then at the very end, they show you, oh, missed one, mm. and it showed up. So, um, I could see the sequel. Question. I
1: mean, Kyle Gass, does he show up in it? No. Kyle Gass is in it? No. no. Jack Black didn't throw him a bone?
0: It's very rare they do that anymore.
1: Just be that bald, fat guy in the background, mowing grass. Yeah,
0: yeah no, it's, it's very rare he does that. Um... Uh Ken Marino from The State, from uh Veronica Mars, famous, you know, he's just a famous comedic actor. He's in it. Uh the young guy that plays the main young kid, he was good. And the and his friend Champ was really good. Uh, Jack Black was great. You know, it was fun. It's really fun. I hope it I hope it turns out to be uh a franchise for him, although I don't think it made I think it made like twenty four million dollars, but it was opening. still number one at the box office, wasn't it? Yeah, but that ain't franchise. I don't think. I don't think twenty four million will get you a franchise. Well, twenty four million on a what budget? I don't know. It had to be a lot, man. There was a lot of CGI in this bad boy. So, hmm. what? What other? What was the other movie you saw? Oh, okay. So I saw a movie uh, on demand that just came out. It it's it's limited theaters, but it's all it also hit VOD. Uh, it's called the Final Girls. And what's it about? Uh, it's uh, the basic concept is is uh, the guy that directed this, or no, the writer, the guy that wrote this. His dad was in The Exorcist. He played one of the priests. Okay. And his dad died when he was very young, so he never got to know his father. And oh wait, I'm, I'm, so is it in the Exorcist world? No, 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 no. Okay, hear me out. So, a friend of his once said, or he he was telling a friend of his, he said, it would be interesting to go into The Exorcist and get to know my dad, because that's the only way I know him is from the films he was in. So, he writes this movie about a girl whose mom is in, like, a Friday the 13th type slasher film. Okay. And the girl, she she dies suddenly when the girl's young. And it f- flashes forward a few years later when the girl's a teenager in high school and she goes to a... like a 20th anniversary of the film. And basically, through a mishap, like the the, the theater catches on fire. And, all, of course, everybody goes crazy and runs out the theater and so the exit gets blocked. And there's only one way that her and her friends can get out and that's they cut a hole through the screen. When they cut a hole through the screen... They're magically transported into this slasher film, and they have to go through all the beats of the slasher film. It's not a horror movie by any means. It's definitely a knockoff of Friday the 13th, but it's funny. It's got... uh, It's just real... Adam Devine's in it. Uh, uh, Shoot. The main girl I can usually think of her name... Uh, see
1: this this sounds like a ripoff of Last Action Hero more than anything.
0: It it, it has a last action hero vibe, but it's with Friday the a Friday the thirteenth type film. But it in my opinion, it's funnier, even though I'm gonna go back and rewatch Last Action Hero. I think it's, oh, you should. Yeah, it's I know a cinematic it, masterpiece. I love it. I saw it many years ago. Yeah. But I, I haven't seen it in a long time, probably ten years. So I wanna rewatch it. But I will tell you, this is a great movie. To me, this is on par with Cabin in the Woods. As far as like comedy horror, although this is more way more comedy. So you've got my attention now cuz uh, Cabin in the
1: Woods is like one of my favorite movies.
0: I am not going to say it's exactly on par, but it's I think it's up there. It's in that in that trope and it's fun. <clears throat> it, it's not cheesy. Um it's a very very micro budget film, and it's got some people in it that you know you've seen before. Adam Devine is one of them. There's a uh, uh, Ma- Malin Ackerman. Uh, I'm sure you've probably seen her in other things. She plays the she plays the girl's mom, and she's one of the teenagers when they go back into the film. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Thomas Middleditch, Silicon Valley. Mm, yes, of course he's in it. Um, it's it's just a fun entertaining film and very short like right under an hour and a half you can watch it in no time and it's one of those like I'm definitely going to buy it on Blu-ray because I I think I'm I'm going to re-watch it I think I can show it to my kids no cursing or very little no sex they they allude to things but you never see anything
1: I'm glad you brought that up because that's that's something that I was always curious about okay go ahead so you have kids uh huh Where's the line? Are you good with nipples? Are you not good with vaginas? Are you okay with
0: man with, butt, but not girl on. butt? With my son, um, how oh, you play favorites? No, 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 no. It's a weird o- way for no, them to no, find no, out. He's older, so horror we've been watching probably for f- three or four years. You know, the the tropes, the uh, Friday the Thirteenth, um, Nightmare on Elm Streets, yeah. Predator. As far as sexual sexual stuff goes, as long as it's not graphic, like super graphic and like nasty or hardcore... You know, nudity is one thing. Because they can't get around that. That's everywhere. And as he'll tell you, he can go look up pornography on, on the internet. Um, I'm glad he already knows that. I was going to teach
1: him if he didn't.
0: Well, I mean... I mean, <laughs> these are
1: the sites you can
0: go to and not your yeah, daddy's yeah, computer. Yeah. Um, no, you don't. They don't use mine. Uh, <laughs> um, I bought them their own tablets for a reason. Yeah. No. Uh, but with him, like, you know, there's certain things he can watch. You know, I'm pretty open. We watch Rick and Morty. Um, we watch a lot of, you know, a lot so of. So you're okay on violence, pretty much. Violence. I mean, you look at the games they play. They both play Skyrim and World of Warcraft. So they're they're kind of immune to violence, you know. Violence been watching The Matrix since she was six, you know. She's violence is okay with her. I try not to do a lot of sexy nudity stuff at all because she's nine. Um, occasionally, you'll get something, you'll forget something's in there, and it's it's a quick thing, and you'll say, you know, uh, you know, I close your eyes, and she's like, Dad, I know what boobs are. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't need to know that you know what boobs are, <laughs> okay? I need to be able to sleep later. See, I, I don't
1: know. It's, it's always really interesting to me, like, what people find... Ow. What people find uh, not necessarily offensive, but that they feel like they need to protect people from. Kind of self-censoring their family. It was, it's just always very interesting to me, because everybody has something different. That line is somewhere different for everyone.
0: Well, with, with her... She pretty much can self censor herself. She doesn't like scary movies, uh, other than like the Universal monsters, like the creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, she likes that kind of stuff. But she doesn't like slasher films, things like that. So she's she's not interested in anything like that. Um, she likes action. She likes sci-fi. Uh, you know, if there's cursing, I mean, look, they've heard me say bad things. You know, they don't go around repeating it uh, that you know of. You uh, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. but um, you know, with him, it, it's mainly basically it's just setting a precedent. It's, it's it's kind of like okay, as you get a little bit older, I'll give you a little more, little more, you know, you can handle. It's not like I'm going to show him Caligula at 14. Good movie,
1: oh, surprisingly Calig- good.
0: Caligula is a terrible film. <laughs> I mean, I, oddly enough. I checked that thing out twelve years ago from the Pasadena Public Library, the completely unrated version, on DVD. Nice. They had it. That's a, that's a nice score for a library. Right? I remember calling a, my friend of mine who who uh, produced uh, the first Black Math album, uh, Kurt Arthur, and I said, Kurt, Caligula, right? That's the one with uh, McDowell and or yeah. not McDowell. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Malcolm yeah. McDowell, uh-huh. and uh, it's the one that the Penthouse guy did, and it's. Yeah. He's like, yeah. And I said, now, which one is the cover for The Unrated? He said, The Purple. And I said, I'm holding this here from the library. And he's like, oh, dude, you got to check it out. It's it's great. And it's just straight up like hardcore sex. And, yeah,
1: no, I've totally seen it. Yeah. I, I, actually, I actually really like that movie simply because <laughs> I know all the backstory that... Like the difficulty they had filming and like all the drama that happened. So whenever I watch that movie, I'm not seeing the actors and actresses. I don't
0: don't know a lot about it.
1: Oh really? No. Oh man. First off, like the the script, like they partnered together, uh, Hustler and whoever actually made the movie. Yeah. And they had different expectations. And, like, their writers kept coming up with different things and be like, no, I need hardcore in this or it's not going to be, like, a hustler movie. And the movie studios is obviously like, we're not putting that out. Yeah. And so there's, like, 14 different cuts with varying rates of, uh,
0: of nudity oh, and this penetration. One, and, this one was the the hard one. Yeah. I mean, straight up, and I hate saying this on the podcast because we, we're pretty open, but not like this. Straight up, like, penis is going into vagina ejaculation. Why are we not into that? No, I just, you know, I'm not gonna sit around and say it all the time on here, but... Why? uh, Hey, you know, you you gotta have some taste sometimes.
1: No, I I don't, I disagree. I know, I realize you don't. My line is somewhere completely different than yours.
0: Oh, I understand that, but, you know. Anyway, we can't talk about everything in your life.
1: Well, no, because only, only, only because it affects other people. Oh! Oh, so we filter
0: some things in this room.
1: No, not at all oh really I, I do not filter anything that only affects me if it affects other people in my life that's when we start talking
0: oh yeah. I see yeah.
1: but oh. no I mean I'll let my wife watch whatever movie she wants there could be titties <laughs> in it and everything
0: well I mean she is your child bride so <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was weird when we were young because we, we got together kind of young but now it's, it's no big deal now that I'm 30 and she's 25, that sounds right. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I had to do the math in my head real quick.
0: Oh, the statute of limitations.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think we're over it. I think we're over that now.
0: <laughs> Let's hope.
1: What, uh, what else is on your stupid little sheet there?
0: I'm stupid little sheet. Hey, I prepped for this show. You just showed up. Listen,
1: dude. I prepped, and then I just happened to leave all my homework at home. <laughs> all right. So, like, a, like a good student. My dog ate it.
0: So uh, I have a new... Uh, section, a new thing this week. It's called Bill's Bargain Basement Finds. Basically, uh, go to a used bookstore uh, and buy a graphic novel that's under six bucks and read it. I bought two. Uh, I got... uh, Because they announced last week that uh, Die Hard, uh, year one, the prequel, is going to be made into a film, I actually found... The uh, Boom Studios graphic novel for the first uh, story of year one for Die Hard. $2.99, $3 American. That's awesome. Yeah. Because that can't be that old. Uh, It's, uh, I want to say, five or six years old tops. Yeah. It's not very old. No. Um, But anyway, it takes place in the, uh, it's 2010, so it's five years old. It takes place in uh, 76. It's John McClane's first year as a cop back from Vietnam so it, it touches on everything that he talked about in the in the first film uh-huh. X nom uh, cop from New York it's in New York uh, it takes place during the Bicentennial celebration it's a great little small story that has has some action at the end um, it's a good little find if you if you want to kill you know 20 30 minutes and read it he doesn't take his shoes off at any point does he no good no
1: but I hate it when they do, like, foreshadowing things and prequels that were made after the original thing. Yeah.
0: Well, this... this. Like, hey, do you remember when that happened? The the first two-thirds of this remind me of uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance. That's a good thing. Yeah. It has... it, it Because it takes place on the streets of New York, um, it does have more of that vibe. Uh, and the last part is, uh, I, I mean, I'm not going to give too much away. It's, it's, it's a smaller set piece, but it's kind of die hard on a yacht. Um, on a big party boat. A big boat.
1: Die hard on a yacht? Yeah. That sounds like one of like the eighth or ninth die hard movies, what they're going to go to. Well, John McClane on a well, yacht.
0: If they follow this book, and they may or may not, but if they followed it, it's a great small budget action film. Because you don't need a whole lot to fight on a yacht. You need a yacht and people. So it would be a very easy film to make, and it would be a character ba- a character piece.
1: So who, who's playing John McClane in this prequel? I have no cool. idea.
0: I have not heard any names yet. Dude. All I saw was Lynn Wiseman is doing Die Hard Year One. Bruce Willis
1: I- CGI mask. That's my call.
0: Uh, I don't even think I think he's too lazy to do that. I don't think he he does. I don't think the guy cares anymore about anything. No, I don't think he does either. After everything I've heard, um, okay. So I recommend it. Um, It's not the most amazing thing you'll ever read, but it's interesting. It seems interesting to me. It does have like I'm
1: definitely gonna borrow that.
0: The writer does have John McClane's voice in this one. It you can kind of you could tell the sarcasms there. The inner monologue is there. I recommend it. I w- now I want to go read the second one. It's not like I'm going out and like you know dropping money to go find it and hunting it. It's fun. If I yeah, run across it, I'll grab it. It's in your lap. The second book I got, I, just, I saw this on the shelf and thought, God damn, this looks interesting. It's called Bastard Samurai, Volume 1. And I, I opened it up and I said, man, this art looks familiar. And it's uh, by uh, Michael Oming, who did uh, Powers. Uh, so it's got that kind of interesting kind of cartoonish art. Uh, it's kind of like Samurai Jack on crack, or like uh, the movie Ninja Assassin.
1: Ninja Assassin, there you go. Yeah, now it's you're kind of.
0: Mind. It definitely has a Ninja Assassin vibe. Uh, meets powers uh, on crack. There's yeah. a lot of violence.
1: Yeah, I love the art style. It's like super it. graphic, and,
0: but at the same time, very simple. Got it. Got it for four bucks.
1: That's a that's a great find for four. It's a great
0: find, and I recommend it. If you come across it, it deals with. Samurais that are trained to fight in these, like, kind of fight clubs, uh, these private fight clubs, and then there's a lot of betrayal. There's the Yakuza involved. There's sex. There's drugs. So it's like Game of Thrones, but... Uh, kind of. But it's it's real fun, and it's a great little read, and if you can find it for under 5 bucks, it's a freaking steal, man. Go grab it.
1: Yeah. I, and also, if you, if you want, if you want to tweet us at LongboxSmall, if you find any uh, great finds, please. send us a picture. Yeah. Because uh, we definitely want to see what you guys are finding out there.
0: I like that. Send it Send it to us, and uh, if if it piques our interest, we'll go grab a copy and review it on here and talk about it. Um, but yeah, I, I think this is neat. I like going to used bookstores and going through the graphic novels. You never know what you're going to find.
1: Yeah, it's it's like going to a garage sale where yeah. everything you're looking through is exactly what you're looking for.
0: But the problem with some of these places is they cut the The cover cost in half, so if a book was fifteen or twenty dollars, they're charging a nine or ten bucks. So that's why the bargain basement's anything under six, seven bucks. Mm-hmm. That's it's that's a steal. Mm-hmm. Then, then if you buy two books for about eight dollars, you've you you've killed two hours of your life and you you got something out of it. Um, but yeah, that's uh, the bargain basement's anything under seven dollars. I'm gonna say that. So anything under seven, if you find something under seven bucks or whatever that is in your country, wherever, you know, <laughs> that's three pounds 50 or, you know, a couple, if you're in Australia, it's a couple rubies, you know, or a kangaroo hat or whatever, you know, <laughs>
1: you know whatever. How many kangaroo hats will this be?
0: Uh, 20 million. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know. But, uh, the exchange
1: rate for kangaroo hats to dollars is really
0: fucked. It's really gone. It's The dollars just really lost in these <laughs> kangaroo hats. Uh, uh, but Yeah. Um, uh, we finally hit, we're now at 103 Twitter followers. Yes, I'm I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, it, because it is Tuesday and we just hit it today, uh, we were going to do the bonus episode next week. We weren't prepped for it. Uh, it's going to be a neat little one. Um, kind of like episode three in that sense, a little more into insight into us. At the same time, it tackles comics and stuff. Um... Tweet at us if you got anything you want us to talk about. I really want that. If you want to talk about something, tell me. If if you disagree, tell me. I want to hear your opinions. I don't mind a fight. I yeah, fights are good. Yeah, fights are great. We
1: fight every day, and we, we just do. record this one we small do. part of it.
0: We do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um,
1: I, I'm glad you brought up the Twitter followers though, because uh, I, I did a little blog post the other day um, and we've got a little surprise. Okay. So today, uh, so we're gonna announce that. If whenever we reach 125 followers on Twitter it's a, it's a small goal mm-hmm. so we'll reach it quick but uh, whenever we hit 125 I'm gonna release from the halls of Obscurity the home edition so people are gonna be able to go on our website and play from the halls of Obscurity oh cool in their homes oh cool yeah and far away from me and us
0: <laughs> so but the, see the thing is is you can play from the halls of Obscurity at home. But unless you're, play- unless you're torturing me, yeah. the game is not nearly as fun. No,
1: but it's, it's definitely something that you can play together, challenge your friends, because there is going to be a statistics that keeps the average <laughs> score. Oh, um, God. So, yeah, so it, it's, it's going to come out whenever we reach 125 followers, so it shouldn't be too long, people who... who but tell your friends and definitely get everybody following and listening and, and see down. if we can get this thing unlocked. But for this episode, we're also going to put out a video of you playing the... From the
0: halls
1: of obscurity! <laughs>
0: oh, you're a bastard.
1: Home Edition Beta, because it is not my, done
0: yet. Let me hide my foot fungus spray. Oh, please. <laughs>
1: please, hide everything that you don't want to be seen. I mean,
0: I don't have any important information up So,
1: here. I'm rolling. I'm rolling closer. So, uh, I'm rolling back to get my phone.
0: Woo! <laughs> we right, gotta think... Back. I, I want to think of something special to do for 200 followers. Of and course. I think we can manage it. I think we have enough... We were able to push it in about five, six days, get get up where we wanted to. I think within six months, we could hit 200, and I want something special.
1: Yeah. I mean, I we're going to gonna, we're gonna have goals and, and all kinds of other stuff, so um, let me just pull up the camera, and we're going to get you started. And so, one sir, day,
0: Robin, we're going to have you Skype in, even for a short
1: <laughs> hello. We just want to make fun of your accent, and we can't do that if you're not talking. So. I
0: just I, I just I just love Robin so much. What can I say? You've really come around on Robin. Oh, no, I always like Robin. I just like messing with people. Uh, Okay, so do I need to go to the website? You need to go to longboxsmalltalk.com. Oh, wow, we're back from filming that awesome video.
1: (laughs) You're just embarrassed because you had to be in it. And you look like you do. At least
0: I was wearing one of my V-necks. Yeah, (laughs) double V. I looked cute. Uh, (laughs) So you were telling me that... On uh, last episode, we talked about your engagement. Yeah, so at a Blink One Eighty Two concert.
1: Yes, so I, I was looking at um, setting up our Long Box Small Talk video or whatever we're going to end up calling right. it, our yeah. YouTube channel. Um, so that video is going to be out on that YouTube channel, and we'll post links on the website. Of course, uh, don't want to confuse anybody. Uh, <laughs> Having to go two websites to be entertained. I don't like what? this. <laughs> I don't like this. This is the whole Netflix Hulu thing all over <laughs> again. So. Um, I checked on the old engagement video of my wife and I. So I got friends to record whenever, we, uh, whenever I asked her to marry me mm-hmm. at the Bleak 22 concert. And a lot of the video turned out really shitty, but one of them turned out okay. And I posted that one. Yeah. Okay. So that one I posted just as a nobody. Yeah. And um, I'm still a nobody, but as a nobody, <laughs> uh, you know, in 2011. And when I checked on it today, we have sick, like 560 views or something like that's that, awesome. like close to 600. That's awesome. I was like, "How did that even happen? Like, who's googling like engagement videos?" I, I don't know. It's it's strange, but but uh, Robin, weird,
0: weird crazy women that collect cats, yeah. and English guys. Yeah,
1: Robin <laughs> asked about it, so I posted the video of it. Yeah, and that's when I realized it had so many hits. I was like, well, "I don't, I have no clue where all that came from." Yeah. I mean. Unless Melissa watches it like every day.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: She's like reminiscing. That was the peak. <laughs> that was the
0: peak. <laughs> yeah. A year later she just crapped out when she married you.
1: <laughs> yeah. So that's probably the most uh out there thing that we've done so far.
0: That's very we're, cool.
1: We're uh, we're out on the interwebs.
0: There you go. That's really cool, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's funny, but uh I don't know about cool, but it's interesting. You know, I was being nice. I know. I was saying I don't take oh, compliments. Well wow, Rod, you know, that's really sweet. Yeah. That's- Have you ever seen like a girl hit on me before? Yeah, like, actually I have.
0: Yeah. And you so, got really weird that night. Yeah, it, that's think, what happens. I actually were I you were single when I first met you. Yeah. Um and that was a weird time cuz you were a whole different animal back then. Oh yeah, I was unchained. You were definitely unchained. I don't want to give rabbit away, dog. I don't <laughs> want to give away too many secrets. <laughs> <laughs> so, but what I wanted to say oh, I though I see we're changing the subject. We're not changing the subject. We're not changing the subject, real the real subject quick, at you?
1: all. Um, we're not changing the subject cuz I actually got hit on the other day. At a Bayou Fest. What was the name? <laughs> Good one. That was the easiest one you could have possibly know, gone with. But so this girl like starts talking to me, and just out of the blue, I'm like standing in line for like food or a drink or something yeah. like that, and she starts talking to me, and I instantly, what the fuck is going on? Why is this bitch talking to me? Like was in she, my head. Wait, was she 15? No, no. Okay. She was like 22, 23. hmm She wasn't bad looking. She was
0: 15 then. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she said just for inflation yeah it's like you're 30 if she looked that old then she had to be yeah no so um
0: what's she asian
1: dude no you know what i did though what? she goes she she said whatever she said i honestly i don't even remember i was so baffled that a girl would yeah, talk to yeah, me yeah
0: i was what
1: i almost just said like asked her what the, what are you talking about why you're talking yeah. to me and i just goes oh no i'm just giving my wife something like whatever her question was, that was the answer she got. Nice. So she wait,
0: wait, what if what if you weren't paying attention and she would just like my little brother is need? He can't breathe. He needs a tracheotomy. We need. I a would paramedic. have said the same thing. We need a paramedic. I'm just getting something for you, my wife. I'm not you ready were for this. So flustered because you thought some girl was hitting on you. You're like yeah. I'm getting something for my wife. Yes. And she was like, No, you don't understand. My brother is dying. Yeah. I do not want your sweaty. Pancake dick.
1: <laughs> Why pancake dick? Look. If anything, it's one of those pancake, like corn dog no, dicks. You no, know what I'm talking about? With no, like a big ass no, sausage in the middle.
0: No, it's flappy like a stack of sweaty pancakes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, yeah. Oh, oh, all right. Well, I guess I was done talking about the girl that hit on me almost. All right, we'll finish your lie. No, no, no. I'm just going to put it in the old spank bank. Let's go, bank. Impre- let's
0: go and press Sometime, it.
1: Some, some, some. One day a girl talked to me, and it was amazing.
0: mommy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what, Bill? I understand your jealousy. I really <laughs> do.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's okay. It's okay oh. that a girl found me attractive, and you know, oh, yeah. you're stuck with that face of yours. Yeah. Oof. Oof. I know. I'm okay with ending it now. <laughs> let's go ahead and wrap it up.
0: You end it. You, you end it. You end That's it. That's your job. All right. For Logbox Small Talk, I'm Bill. And I'm Rodney. And we'll see you next issue. That's
1: literally what I pay you for, Bill, is, is to end the episode.
0: is part of the B&E Network brought to you by bmovies and ebooks.com